Steve's NRL Season Previews 2022, the New Zealand Warriors. Hey everybody and welcome back to Steve's Season Previews for 2022. I'm your host, Stephen Westway. Back after a little bit of a hiatus, there was some personal stuff going on, but that's all sorted now and it's full steam ahead to the start of the NRL Telstra Premiership Season. Start date, I mean it starts in 8 days. We are 8 days away from the Manly Seagulls versus Penrith which will kickstart the 2022 season. And next Tuesday, I'll be back with Steve's NRL footy tips, the regular show where I'll predict every game in round one. And I've got some new ex- uh, segments. It's going to be an exciting time for the show. I hope you guys are on board and check that episode out when it drops. But if you haven't, please like Steve's NRL footy tips on Facebook and subscribe wherever you guys listen to your favorite podcasts on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're on all of them, so check it out. But today we're going to be looking at the New Zealand Warriors season preview for 2022. As you just heard, I've already covered the Brisbane Broncos, the Canterbury Bulldogs, the North Queensland Cowboys, the West Tigers, and the St. George Illawarra Dragons. My thoughts on how those teams will go in 2022. If you haven't, go back and check those episodes out. But I've still got 11 season previews to go. I'm hoping to be done by next Tuesday so I can... Really start fresh with Steve's NRL footy tips and getting to those round one games. But as I said, we've got a lot to cover. These episodes are going to be dropping fast. And I hope you guys support and, and check out the episodes and uh, my opinions of what, you know, I think each of these teams are going to and how they're going to finish in 2022. And I want to hear your opinions. How do you think all these teams are going to finish? What's your predicted ladder? How are the Warriors going to go in 2022? Let me get, know your opinions on Steve's NRL footy tips at Facebook, but as I mentioned, today we're going to be talking about the New Zealand Warriors, and it's been a tough couple years for those Warriors fans. They now have not played at home in New Zealand since 2019. They've had a couple of different bases. This year, it's going to be up there at Redcliffe in the preparation of the West, uh, the Redcliffe Dolphins entering the competition in 2023, but obviously they played at Gosford up there at the Central Coast in New South Wales, and Obviously, in the Sunshine Coast up there in Queensland, after you know a lot of the uh, all the teams got moved up there to end last season. So, 2022, it's a fresh start for these New Zealand Warriors. But again, it's going to be a tough season, another season away from home for a lot of these guys. There's been players that have been playing for the Warriors for a couple of years now that have never even played um, in front of SunCorp Stadium, and they've got a few personnel changes. Over the last few years, obviously, the era of Roger Tuivavi Shek ended last year as their captain, so they're kind of going in a new direction, which has seen Sean Johnson, one of their favorite sons, welcome back to the club. And really, 2021 was a, ga- was a year where, you know, they eventually fell to 12th, and that's when they end up finishing in the, um, in the regular season. But they were in contention for a final spot until late in the year. Nathan Brown, it was his first season in charge of the uh, club. They end up winning eight games, 16 losses. So, you know, it was a little bit of a season to forget, but there were some positives that came out of that 2021 season. Now, their attack wasn't great. I believe they were 12th, um, no, sorry, 13th in, in scoring points. They only scored 19 points a game, and they conceded 26 a game, which was their, was the 12th worst uh, defense. So, I mean, there's areas they're going to have to fix up, but Nathan Brown seems to be instilling some confidence in this squad. They seem like they're fresh and ready to go heading into 2022, and really, he's starting to fill the pieces of the club that he wants to assemble there, Nathan Brown, and 
if we know Nathan Brown from his time at the Dragons and the Newcastle Knights in the past, he's really good at rebuilding a club and getting them ready for further success. But Nathan Brown as a head coach, um, his problem has seemed to be able to get them um, into premiership contention. But at the moment, I think the Warriors will just be happy with a consistent season where they're in finals contention and then they can see what happens moving forward. But... Um, as I mentioned, there's been some personnel changes there in 2022. They're gaining a few uh, a few young guys like Farnu and, and Kepu and actually both the Kepu brothers, um, Penye and Ash Taylor. is a He was on a trial, a train and trial contract over from Gold Coast. He was on $1 million a season at the Titans, and he went back down to about $1,000 a week. But he's earned a spot in the top 30, so they've gained him. But obviously the big one, Sean Johnson, um, from the Cronulla Sharks, comes back home to the Warriors, and he's going to be an essential piece of, of this puzzle if they're to get back into finals contention in 2022. His combination with Reese Walsh will be really important. They also gained um, Matt Lodge uh, at the halfway point of last season as well, so he had his experience. And um, over the last couple of years, because of the move to the Warriors and because of the personnel changes there, they've used a fair few players, and they've given a lot of young guys like Rocco Berry and, and some of these blokes like um, Adam Pompey and Josh Curran. They've all had a little bit of experience, a bit of a taste in first grade. And, you know, one thing that the Warriors are looking good with in 2022 is their depth. They've got many... Guys in contention there, four spots in the starting lineup, and they've even got a bit of a dilemma there in the halves. But um, so there's some young hungry hungry players looking for an opportunity there. They won't have to loan any players from other clubs like they've had to do over the past year, and uh, they can really concentrate on building a, a culture at this Warriors saw in, in this Warriors club under the leadership of Nathan Brian. And moving forward, you've got leaders like Sean Johnson and Tohu Harris. Um, and Matt Lodge even leading from the front there at the Warriors. So there's a lot of signs that improvements on the horizon for this Warriors side. And if we look at their starting lineup or their predicted lineup for 2022, this is their predicted side. Um, the NRL has their strongest lineup. And uh, really, um, it's there's not too many surprises. Reese Walsh is at fullback. Dallin Watine-Zelesniak, who also came over from the Bulldogs midway through last year. He's on one of the wings. Marcelo Montoya is on the other wing. I think they both kind of earned their spot there over the last few years. They've got Rocco Berry and Adam Pompey and RL.com in the centres. Their halves, they've got Sean Johnson and Cody Nicarima. Matt Lodge and Adam Fanua Blake will be their starting props. Wade Egan as their hooker. Their second rollers, Toe Harris and Ewan Aiken and Josh Curran in the number 13 jersey as well. So, NRL.com's got Jazz Tavanga, Bailey Surin, Ben Murdoch Masilla, and Bunty Afoa as their bench players. And that really, it's hard to argue that that's not their strongest 17. There's a few guys that I'd probably put in contention there. And I look at Fox Sports and obviously Reese Walsh, he's out of round one. So is Matt Lodge because he's suspended. So there's going to be some changes there in the um, in the opening round or two. But um, overall, that's a pretty solid lineup. They've got a strong mix of youth and experience there. And I think their forward pack's really strong. But... Obviously, in the halves, there was a bit of a question mark over who's going to partner Sean Johnson. Both Chanel uh, Harris-DeVita and Cody Nicarima are in contention there. NRL.com's predicted strongest lineup doesn't have Harris-DeVita in that side, and I think he is an asset to this Warriors team. I think he's got a very bright future ahead of him in the NRL. I've really liked um, what I've seen from him thus far in his growing NRL career. He's always a, a fierce competitor, and you know he's still learning his trade as a playmaker, but... 
I see very promising signs that he can become a um, an asset to any clubs he's at. And if he stays at the Warriors, I think that he can really um, make a contribution to the club moving forward. Now, they probably will play him at fullback round one. They'll probably keep Nicarima um, in the 5-8 position. He was really good in the All-Stars game. And to be honest, I was kind of tossing up who would I have in their half uh, in their 5-8 role this season. But I think Nick Arima really shut down doubters and critics with a strong all-star game performance. And um, and even in the week after, in the Warriors' one trial match, he um, he scored a try and he looked pretty good with some touches there as well. So I think that he'll get the dod to start the season. Nick Arima as 5-8 when Reese Walsh comes back in at the fullback spot. I think that uh, Harris Tavita will be a really good number 14 and... Um, you can use him in multiple different positions. He can play pretty much anywhere in the outside backs. And I think that he could even be used potentially to give Wade Egan a break there in the number nine jersey. So they've got options there in the in their spine. Um, but obviously that combination, as I mentioned, between Reese Walsh, Sean Johnson, is going to be very key to how well they go this year, how well those two link up. Because Sean Johnson, we've seen it at times um, over the last five years, but he's been really consistent, really injury prone. And... He needs a couple of big seasons to show that he's still got, you know, plenty left to give in its NRL level. And then also you've got Ash Taylor that's going to be running around in the reserves as well. And you can use him at certain points in the season, um, see if he can get his confidence back that he had near the start of his career. But he obviously lost his little bit of his way there near the end of his stint at the Gold Coast. But he can still be a handy player for him. The big doubts for the Warriors for me is their ability to score points, as I mentioned. Walsh and Johnson are going to have to be up to task. And... They still have a problem that I think the Warriors have had for a few seasons now, and that's um, their big forwards and how easily they can get fatigued on the field. Now, you've got some real workhorses in this forward pack. Like, you know, Josh Curran, he has really come through the ranks the last year and just proven to be one of their best forwards. And he's just, a, he reminds me a little bit of a Corey Parker type in terms of his work rate is enormous. Him and Jazz Tavunga um, and Tohu Harris are really the workhorses of that club, but no doubt about it. Harris missing the first two to three months of the season is a huge blow for this Warriors pack. Um, those young guys are going to have to step up. I, you'd think at least Katoa and, and Bailey Sirinan are going to have to prime themselves and, and you'd hope they'd have big seasons to really lead this Warriors forward pack. But you've got guys like Lodge and Fanua Blake. You know they're going to run it straight. They're going to really you know straighten up the Warriors attack and, and get them moving forward. But Defensively, it is a bit of worry when you got guys like Bunty Afoa, Fanua Blake, Lodge, um, even Elise Katoa, Ben Murdoch, Masilla. These guys are bigger forwards, and while they're going to make you plenty of meters, I feel that at times in the last couple of seasons, that's where the Warriors have leaked a lot of their points through the middle. Um, their defense just hasn't been up to task as much as you would hope um, a team that has so much talent with the football in hand. Um, you know, would be able to back up and make some big tackles and make it harder for opposition to, you know, get down the middle of the field and really get into attacking opportunities. So I think they need to tighten up their defense. I think Nathan Brown would have worked heavily on that during the off-season. Um, and then you just got to hope that, as I mentioned, their spine, wherever, whatever direction they go with with their 5-8, um, can really complement both Reese Walsh and Johnson and that they work well together. It's not all going to come together for the Warriors at once. It's a work in progress, but the electricity and, and how much Johnson and, and Walsh can change a game and even guys like Nick Arima and Harris Tavita, whoever they give the nod to overall, they have the uh, spark to change a game, but they 
whoever's in those in that half in those half positions also need to control it. They need a good kicking game, and you know, not giving the opposition easy meters throughout the middle of the field. So, I think that one thing the Warriors is also lacking is a is a genuine number nine. I do like Wade Egan. He's a hard worker out there, and he's the kind of player that will make fifty tackles a game, but. I just don't know how much he's offering um, when the Warriors have the football. He needs to get um, those playmakers good service, and he needs to be quick around that ruck if the Warriors are truly going to be back in the finals contention in 2022. As we mentioned, not being home for all these seasons obviously aren't doing the Warriors any favors, but... You know they've shown their their um, competitiveness and you know their endurance and their resilience over the past couple of seasons, but they haven't been able to crack through for a final top eight spot and to you know elevate themselves back into the finals. I think this year is going to be a similar season. I think they're going to be highly competitive for um, parts of the season and other seasons. And when things start to go against them, I, f- I can see them dropping off again. And they need to be a little bit more resilient to close out matches. They were involved in so many close matches in twenty twenty one but they just couldn't get it together to uh, ultimately get the win in a lot of those cases. So I think if we can, they can finally get back to New Zealand at the end of this season um, and Nathan Brown's kind of got them near that final top eight position, then it'll be a very successful season. They can really build 2023 as a season um, where they can really cause some damage in this competition. But for me, 2022 for the Warriors is about you know establishing a... Um, a consistent spine that can, you know, create points and cause opposition defenses havoc, but also to continue to develop these young guys like Katoa, Rocco Berry, Marcelo Montoya, um, Josh Curran, uh, even like Bailey Siren, and still pretty young there, and Ewan Aiken in the forwards, and really develop them into full-time first graders that you know are going to compete at the highest level. So I think it's a little bit of a rebuilding phase that the Warriors are in under Nathan Brown, but Nathan Brown's done such a good job in the past of getting clubs through that rebuilding phase and, and starting to get them competitive. So I think that, you know, anything 10 for above this season for the Warriors will actually be a success for them. And I think they can really, um, you know, really cause some damage in this competition in 2023 if they can just get a consistent uh, starting 13 and keep them on the field and uh, tighten up that defense a little bit and keep maturing some of these first grade players. So I've the, got the Warriors finishing 12th, but you know, a top eight finish wouldn't surprise, but I just can't see them going much further than that in 2022. All right, well, that was my season preview for the Warriors. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please check out my other season previews, like the podcast, uh, Steve's NRL Footy Tips on Facebook. Subscribe to wherever you guys subscribe to it. And I've still got 10 season previews to go. We're going to smash these out. As we get to the start of the NRL season for 2022, it's only eight days away. I'm excited. Check out the rest of Steve's NRL season previews. And don't forget to check out Steve's NRL footy tips next Tuesday. It's going to be a huge show. And uh, I'm looking forward to the start of the season. I'm really getting excited now, guys. It's not far away. I'll see you guys next time on Steve's NRL season previews.